Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Phil Jones, a drummer who played lots with Tom Petty. He can be heard on Free Fallen as well as many other Petty hits. Welcome, Phil. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. It's a, a Monday afternoon, and I'm do, feeling feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, how did you get started when... Like how do you how do you start playing drums? Um, my mom started me playing piano when I was like five, and then I was in the high school band. After that, uh, did a bunch of stuff before that, you know, piano lessons and played French horn in the high school band. But a friend of mine uh, uh, set up a drum kit in the band room at high school and uh, started to teach me a few things, and that's how I started playing drums. So you really started with music when you were you were very young then. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's great. I mean, music is something that that definitely um I guess it it's good as especially what when you're like that young. It's it's a good thing to have. Well, yeah, I mean, um you're in a high school, right? Yes, yes. Does your high school have a good music program? I'm in the orchestra. Yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. Yeah. That's important. Yes, it very you know, much high is. School, some high schools uh uh have lost that and and that was very important to me though. Mm. So you were you were in your high school band? I was in band and orchestra and chorus and all that stuff. Wow. So you, you really did everything then? Yeah. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. Did that like really help prepare you for, for being in the music field and like doing music for a living? Oh, sure. I mean, um, you learn how to play in a unit. You learn how to follow a conductor. And you learn how to listen to the other musicians. And uh, that's very important. Yeah. So how'd you get started like professionally with music? Uh, well, you know, when I was in high school, I started playing in rock and roll bands around town in my little town in Iowa. And um, then I uh, just kept going from there. I mean, when I was like 17 or something, 18, I guess, um, I decided I'd wanted to move to California to uh, to uh, be in a rock and roll band, and I did. Uh, it was uh, touch and go. I mean, you know, <laughs> I wasn't making very much money at first, but then eventually got got to where I was doing more, and uh, um, it was great. I mean, ups and downs and everything else, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, being a, a professional musician certainly sounds like you know, it must have been really tough, I guess, getting started. Um, once you're going, you're going, right? But but getting started seems well, kind hard. of. I mean, uh, there's only a few um, in the music business that really make a lot of money. I mean, most musicians have to do a whole lot of different things to make the ends meet. And if you are fortunate and keep working, then you can make a living at it, you know? And uh, so I was fortunate that way. Yeah, well, I see a whole lot of like like uh, platinum, silver, gold records or oh yeah, there's, yeah behind there's you some so in the back there yeah you can see them yeah yeah, yeah. i i see uh, you must have done yeah, that I'm in, my, I'm in my little studio right now so yeah oh that's really cool yeah it, it must be so neat to just be able to hang those up on your wall like hey look what i played on right well yeah i mean it's they're kind of a they, sh they show a certain you know accomplishments yeah mm-hmm well, I'm guessing uh, quite a few of those were probably from your work with Tom Petty, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah. Well, how'd you how'd you get working with him? How did that go about? Well, I was uh, I had uh, one of my first bands out here in L.A. was a band called Crabby Appleton. This was back in like 1970, and um, the uh, drum tech 
this was, it was his first gig actually as a drum tech or as a tech at all was Richard Fernandez and he uh, he um, grew in the business until he was like a, a in-demand tour manager and he had tour managed for the Eagles and the and Faces and Bob Dylan everybody and he was uh, working with Tom uh, back when Tom was uh, first starting to get big and um, they were looking for somebody to play percussion and help with the drummer. So uh, we were friends and he asked me if I'd do it and I did it. And uh, got that, that's how it started. That's how I met him. Wow. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned like you, you helped with the drummer. You weren't the, the only drummer in that group, right? No, no, no. There was uh, I played percussion live mm-hmm. in the 80s. I played Stan was the original drummer and I played uh, from about 1980 to about 84. I played percussion next to him live on stage, you know, congas and tambourines and, and shakers and uh, everything else. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on when uh, Tom was making, he wrote Free Fallen with Jeff Lynn and they wanted to record it as a demo so I had been hanging out with Mike Campbell, the guitar player, playing drums every you know month or so. We would get together and just jam a little bit. And uh, they heard what we were doing. So Mike had a home studio. So we uh, made the first uh, cut of uh, Full Moon Fever at Mike's house, and that was free falling. Wow. And so we just continued from there, yeah. Yeah, well, you you played with like a bunch of, I guess, future traveling wilburys on that album right yeah i mean uh um i never met george but uh i did meet roy orbison and i played on one of his songs too uh that you got it mm-hmm. and uh jeff lynn was the producer of full moon fever and and the wilburys was uh um jeff lynn and tom and george harrison and um dylan roy orbison bob dylan and I do. I played with Roy. I did. I did uh, a cut with Bob. Just one overdub once. Um, so I knew a couple of them, three of them at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, the recording process of that album just sounds so interesting. Like with with all of that that music. Um, and it, I mean, it certainly that album has so many hits. You you hear it on the radio all the time. Like I certainly do. It it's become kind of timeless, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of amazing. Um, there's three songs that are played all the time off of there, off that record. I think more than about any of Tom's songs. And uh, so it was it was great. I mean, uh, they have become like standards. You hear them all the time. You hear Free Falling all the time. You hear I Won't Back Down all the time. Uh, you hear uh, Running Down a Dream all the time. Those are the three main ones that are played a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just heard You're So Bad the other day on the radio. So they you know, they play a lot of them, you know? Yeah, I mean, it must be fun to, like, hear your, your drumming, like, on, on the radio, right? Like, you're, you're driving in the car, and it's like, oh, that's me. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. It's a trip. I, I You know, uh, it's always cool to hear yourself on the radio. Uh, um even from the beginning, yeah, it was. I mean, I heard myself on the radio before that, but it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, it's like that. Those, those are, those songs are played all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, that 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 album, those songs, it, it's just so interesting. Like, like Tom Petty writing that. Like, a lot of it was co-written with Jeff Lynne, not just produced, right? Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. Most of it was, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd have to go back and look and see which ones weren't, but uh, I think that a lot, 
most of them were written with Jeff and maybe with Mike too. Yeah, yeah. And as you like, you you played like on tour with them. You must have gotten to like know know the band, know Tom so well, right? Yeah, I knew. Yes, um, it was it was a quite a while ago, but I mean, um, I know Mike really well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Mike and Ben, I know them both really well. Tom, I knew really well, although I didn't. I didn't uh, after about during after about the nineties or something. I didn't really see him that much. But I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was on a tour bus with them for for like four years. You know? Yeah, so, got some yeah, stories I, to yeah, tell I, there. I, yeah, I, I've seen Mike and Ben Mon every now and then. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. You still, I guess, catch up with them. That's that's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you you played with so many people. You've played on like so many songs, done all this amazing stuff. Do you have any like outstanding musical memories? Oh, well, there's a lot of them. Um, you know, I don't know. It's like one of the things that I don't know how familiar you are with Roy Orbison's music. Um, uh, I, mean, I know it. But, uh, um, there's one song of his. It's called Pretty Woman. Van Halen covered it badly, but <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my opinion. Anyway, um, there's a spot in there where he goes, mercy. He says, mercy, you know. And he actually did that in the studio once. And uh, it was actually at Mike, Mike's house. It was a garage. It was at his home studio. He had a garage where we did the, we did the uh, tracks. And, and he had, a, had his, uh, the studio was in his house in the bedroom. And um, Roy was out there doing a vocal overdub. And he made a mistake and he went, mercy. And I go, really? That's how, <laughs> you know, that's how he sounded. Um, just playing with Tom on big stages, you know. It's just awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, doing a doing a symbol overdub for Bob Dylan I, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was pretty. Yeah, he just kind of he came out of the studio and he had my I had my sim my symbol set up and he just kind of pointed at me, <laughs> you know, right there. Really, he didn't even <laughs> talk. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, wow. it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fu- funny man yeah. from what I've heard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little nuts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gosh. So so Orbison, that was like one of your your best moments, like hearing hearing him yell mercy then. Well, yeah, I mean, Roy was a legend. I mean, even those guys in the Wilburys, they were in awe of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard not to be. Uh, yeah, so uh and I saw I I went to a couple Roy of Roy's shows and he was an amazing singer of course, so it was like, yeah, pretty awesome really. Yeah, yeah, I that I envy you getting getting to to see that. That must have been great. <laughs> it was. It really was. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you you've done a lot of studio work. You've done a lot of live playing. Do you have like a favorite like do you do you prefer live? Do you prefer studio like or or either good? You know, I like both. I like doing both. They're both it's different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you have you play differently in the studio than you do uh live. Live it's more free form, you know. Uh the studio it's it's calculated more. But yeah, I like I like both. I like to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it just sounds like such such a fun thing to do to get to play music with other people and just bounce your ideas off of each other do do all that fun stuff that just sounds great oh yeah i mean uh it's like it's fun it's work you know it's mm. like it, it is work you know uh after a while you 
realize that you really do have to bring it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you still play much nowadays? Or Oh, yeah. I've got a studio here. Yeah, I, see, uh, I mean, I see. I'm about ready to go. I'm, yeah. And I'm going to go on the road uh, a little bit in a little bit, like in May and June with Mark Ford. He used to be in the Black Crows. I don't know if you remember those guys. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rock and roll band. Uh, Mark and I have just got, we did a record not too long ago that's out now. And uh, we're going to go do some shows. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Back east in uh, May and June. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. That, that sounds like a, a, a good fun good shows to to go to right uh, yeah yeah d- it will be yeah i, I uh have fun that that sounds like a, a great time like touring just touring sounds like a blast you know i've heard i've heard things from all, all these musicians like like talking about their amazing touring moments like great stories band bonding all that it, it just sounds like so much fun well it is it also can be <laughs> when you're talking about the black crows i'm just reading this book it's called hard to handle um that steve uh Steve Gorman was their drummer. He wrote it. And, you know, touring is, you're only playing like a little bit of the time. The rest of the time, you're just driving around, you know, or mm. flying around or whatever. So it can be a little uh, grueling and it can drive you a bit crazy. <laughs> it can be fun too, but it's like, you know, it's it's just, you're good, you're happy to, you're glad to be able to do it, but then you're also glad to get home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it definitely seems like a lot of work. I've seen, you know, some of these, these people are just constantly on the road for like years at a time. And I just, I don't know how they do it. No, no breaks, no nothing. That's just, it, it sounds like so much. It is too much, you know, you guys, you gotta, you know, have a, you know, moderation is the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, at least you you get the bonding parts in, right? Like you might hate each other by the end. You might not. Who knows? It, 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 it's, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like a good time. Lots of cards being played, I'm guessing. Uh, well, not. <laughs> I don't know about that part. There's other other recreational things that happen. Hmm. But, uh, you know, <laughs> not too many guard playings that I remember. All right. Yeah. Well, well, whatever it may be, it sounds like a blast. I, I'm just, gosh, it's, it's so cool to hear all about, all about your, like your touring stuff and, and petty and all of that. It's, it's so neat getting, getting to hear musical stories. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So are you a musician? Yeah, I, I play, um, I play some guitar and viola. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Viola is great. I I've been playing it gosh i don't know five six years not that not that mm-hmm. long but long enough i kind of kind of understand it <laughs> yeah are you first chair in the orchestra no i i skipped like ahead in orchestras i was going like with my grade and then i i boosted up so now i'm last chair of a better orchestra so <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah i don't know if that's a if, oh, well. if that's an improvement or what but it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> good good yeah yeah well gosh gosh it's it's so cool to hear hear yeah your music stories like i was saying and and thank you so much for talking to me phil like yeah hearing this is just so cool so neat and and have a blast touring i that that just sounds like a great oh, yeah. experience all right good yeah we'll be, it'll yeah. be fun I mean, you know i've done it a while so <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much. And I'll, uh, I'll get this sent to you once I, uh, once I finish it up. Okay, great. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm Sam. And I hope you enjoyed that interview with Phil Jones. 
the drummer for Tom Petty. He can be heard on Full Moon Fever, the the album that has a free fallen running down a dream, all that great petty stuff. You you can hear you can hear him on that. And if you enjoyed this interview, make sure to check out my back pages on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcasting platform to listen to many great interviews just like this one.